Hey there, before you start tonight's episode, we wanted to talk to you about a brand new project that we're starting that we're really excited about. It's called Whose Dice Are These Anyway? It's a podcast where the stories are made up and the rules barely matter. Join us every week as our bumbling crew of adventurers solves some mysteries, fights some monsters, and does terrible celebrity impressions. Starting Thursday, January 26th, and every Thursday thereafter. You can find Who's Dice Are These Anyway on every major podcasting distribution platform. You can also find us on Twitter at Who's Dice. We hope you'll tune in for action, suspense, and uncontrollable laughter. See you then. Hello, and welcome to the Guild that Keeps On Giving, a podcast about a group of friends and their thoughts, ideas, and experiences relating to D&D. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Patrick, and let's go talk to my friends. And now part two of our second 1D&D playtest. Enjoy the show. So a 34, is that your stealth? Oh, uh, no, actually a 33. I rolled an 18. 33, okay. They couldn't even beat it anyway. Well, I guess... They had a 20. 20, maybe. Okay, yeah. so, all right. You are able to slip up the stairs. And what's observing me, or trying to, the area? Do I do I see what? You see a couple of them. You don't see them all, but uh, they are... The uh, golems? Autom- yeah, automatons. Okay. You get upstairs, and you make it to the... Uh, you, you get to the landing, and then you actually get upstairs... In front of you is a is a long hallway. Uh, well, obviously, the length of the house going back towards the door where you were. Mm-hmm. That's how long the hallway is. And there are multiple doors on the right-hand side. And then across from you to the other side of the house, where if you would have taken the other direction... Well, actually, I'll let you choose. Do you want to be on the left-hand side or the right-hand side of the up, upstairs? Left. Okay, you're on the left. So the doors are on your right. And there okay. are... Five doors uh, oh. on your on your right hand side, and of course the left hand side is railing, and what you can see is that main entry area and a little bit into the east side of the house, which would be the parlor where they were before. Okay, um, what's at the end of the hall? The end of the hall is a large window, um, per- perfect with with very pretty stained glass. Okay. Uh, I'm going to scoot quietly to the window as quickly as possible and try to rig it so it can be easily opened from the outside. So the window isn't a kind of window that opens. It's actually like okay. a stained glass. Just a stained glass frame. Okay. Yeah. Then um, backtracking, I will listen at the the nearest door. Okay. The nearest door to the window end or the... Yeah, the window end. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just give me a perception check. Okay. I rolled a six, but I have reliable talent, so that's a 10. So that gives me a 24. Uh, with a 24, you don't hear anything. You make a like an effort to listen, and you're, you're almost certain. Your confidence is extremely high that there's nothing going on in there. All right. There are no sounds. I'm going to... S- uh, open the door and door is locked. I will use sleight of hand. Okay, sleight of hand. Yep. I rolled the twenty, which a gives me a 20. thirty-five natural twenty. Yep. It is successful. 
Uh, you're able to pick the lock. All right. I'll slip in using my second bonus action to um, relock the door behind me as I walk in. Okay. Sure. And then look around. Okay. There is... It's very confusing to you what you see when you walk in. You find yourself in a labyrinth of corridors. All around you, a plethora of paintings, ornate suits of armor and the like, adorned with bits and bobs of gold or even gems. Looking about on the corridors, you feel like that in this room, that if you were to think or wish or strongly desire to be in a certain... Let's say you wanted to be in the ballroom or something. Uh, if you were to strongly desire or wish or think that I, I want to be in the ballroom, you could probably just step into a corridor and be in the ballroom. Oh, wow. So, or the parlor or the pantry or the kitchen or whatever. It's very, uh, it's very confusing to you. And it sort of makes you, you know, mentally take a step back and go, oh, what is this? All right. Well, I'll, I'll take some time to get my bearings and try to figure it out. All right. Well, while you're doing that, we'll head back over to Morgat and Barnuman. And you and guys... So that's why 201 degrees is really the perfect temperature for tea. And that's the kind of thing that, I mean, any well-trained staff I, should probably know. Barnuman, I'm just going to say this. They left five minutes ago, and I've heard this <laughs> oh, I know so I'm talking many times. <laughs> I just noticed you failed to bright bring it up in front of them, so I thought you must have just forgotten. These this guy I is will never forget. Go, this guy's ready to go and find every bag uh, and box of tea he has and just dump it in the river. <laughs> it's like oh, fuck. I hate I hate all this um, this tea talk. I can't take it anymore. No, uh, he disappears, and before he does, he says. Feel free to use my desk. You can write or make any notations you need. And he hands you a like a pad and his little ink and, and pen. And okay. he says, I will send them in and tell them that when they're done to send the next person in. Okay. Uh, while we have a minute, I'm just going to <laughs> try to briefly, like, and I'm whispering. Uh, <laughs> maybe this is dumb. Is there a, first of all, is there a golem in this room? There is a golem in this room. I don't say anything of this. <laughs> I just behave like I'm this uh, life insurance salesman. Okay. We, I have message, so I can just like magically oh, be messaging you back and forth. I do too. <laughs> you have encrypted text messaging? Basically. Basically, yeah. <laughs> we have to point at each other. <laughs> but I will just be holding the teacup and pouring Actually, my yeah, this is the whole tea thing, is we're going back and forth about tea, but we're really just pointing and giving each other messages, because right. this is so much better than uh, being annoyed with each other, is that we actually are geniuses. Yeah, we're doing it with our pinky, <laughs> uh, pinky out the whole time. But basically, my thoughts are, okay, and I'm going to do this in Matt's voice, just because... <laughs> Sure. Morgan doesn't actually have this voice. He's putting it's an affectation. Uh but uh I have a couple spells that seem like they could be useful. One is seeming, which I can turn Fireball? No, I don't have fireball. Mm. Uh one is seeming, which could allow all of us to look like whatever we want. So or any number of us to look like 
I don't know if we have to look like the same thing, but I think I can disguise all of us as different things. Um, so we could look like the people that work here if we can find a way to, like, remove one or three of the people that work here. Sure. Or live here. And Does it look like they live here, or does it look like they might live elsewhere and work here? Well, Are you I mean, talking the... about the humans, or? Yeah. Yeah, no, they they live here except for the cook. I was just going to say, okay. most of these people are family members. Right. And I feel well, like they're the guard not really... captain. Well, right, the guard captain, but then it's his wife, his daughter, his brother, the cook and the right. captain. So, like, to me, the cook and the captain are the only people who might not live here. And that's a might. They, like, I could totally... There's probably believe. servants' quarters yeah. or a guest. Yeah. So, you can just tell that she is the cook, I mean. You can tell that she is so comfortable in any room in the house that she, you know, they treat her almost like family. And she may very well have her own uh, quarters here. Right. So it feels like, I don't know if, they, again, this is all with message. We're not saying any of this out loud. But I'm just right, like, right, right. Uh, I don't know if we're going to be able to convince, the guard captain is the only one who seems maybe persuadable so far. We haven't talked to anyone yet, but like, my, give me five minutes with the cook. My gut reaction. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> And then my other thought is, is there something, I wonder if there's something we could do where we come back and are like, we have your life insurance policies, but first we brought some, maybe not tea, because I feel like you've really poisoned the well, uh, tea-wise, but like we get them all to drink or eat something that knocks them all out. And then we, we find out what his favorite meal is from the cook. Don't worry. I will. I'm, I'm on it. Okay. I do I... love that the, I, like, I don't know why I expect you to be as good at, like, convincing people of things as me, but I'm like, you're a ranger, not a bard, but, uh... No, but I really leaned into the charlatan. I took deception as one of my expertise skills. Oh, so. nice. So, yeah. Okay, that feels like a good plan. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm like, and also keep narrating where we're going for Gugasi. I'm sure he's I'm sure he's safely right around us and not in some weird <laughs> uh nether hallway or something. <laughs> no, for sure. He's definitely sticking close by in case the shit hits the fan. Um <laughs> I love that we're like, oh let's do a scoping out mission and we're also like, but maybe we could pull the heist right now. Um uh-huh. <laughs> This um, I'll just tell you this out of game that this thing went off the rails like almost immediately. Yes, 100%. we're no. Yeah, so you're welcome. We feel also free to do whatever you like. We also split the party almost immediately. Yeah, we it's going to be a lot a good of one. things that you're not supposed to do, and we're going to put one D and D to the test. Is that's right? I have no problem with that. This is all theater of the mind anyway. Um. Uh, so, so yeah. All right. So he he actually. As he's leaving the room, he sees his wife, Lady Clearwater, and he explains to her the situation, and she comes in to sit down with you. Okay. Uh, and then while that's happening, let's flash back to Gugasi. Okay. So can I see what's in the rooms down these corridors? Or, or I just get a sense that that's no. the room? Like it's not yeah. like a live portal? where or... it, It's not a live portal. It's just uh, it's more like a, a an overwhelming mental feeling that you get okay. uh, and the, you get like bits of a vision maybe but not oh if i step this way you know i can clearly see all the things that are in the room and all that okay now this this room conspicuously does not have a golem in it very good very good okay is there one to the door or anything along those lines like 
back door or the foyer or well you there aren't any real like let's see it's not like signs posted and there's not like doors with names on them or anything like that it's like i say it's more of a mental feeling you get and you okay you feel like if you want to be at the what room was it you were trying to get to just the front door if you're trying to get to the front door yeah i'm trying to leave well okay if you're trying to get to the front door you feel like if you were to really want to go to the front door that's where you would go and you would just you would it, you would gravitate towards a direction step that way and then like something will just, happen okay yeah. or i mean you can just go back out the door you came that door is like a real door and it's right oh okay i thought you know i was kind of trapped in here okay no that's um, the only door that is the real door okay so i am going to unlock the door again okay. and um peek out make sure the hall is clear and um lock it as i go back and head downstairs and my i'm going to attempt to stealth my way out to the front door and then get outside and then turn around and knock all right uh give me a stealth roll all right uh, i got a natural 20 you are able to sort of slink and stay in shadows and make your way back down to the front door and sneak out and you are now outside the front door okay of course close the door then i'm going to knock on the door okay um you knock on the door the guard captain who is in the room now with morgit and barnuman he turns and gives a look or a nod or you know some kind of small signal with his face by by just using a look and kind of letting the the automaton that's in the room know that he's got to go do this but beyond the watch you know uh and then he leaves the room where Morgan and Barnuman are and comes to the front door he opens the door and he says hello how may i help you uh hello sir i am uh, uh an acquaintance of Morgan's late beard and Barnum belly um, I was told to meet them here, but I was detained. <laughs> Did Mor- Morgan our- introduce himself as something else? What else? No, I no, I definitely introduced oh, okay. myself as myself. But I, I love the idea that it's like, hi, are Morgan and Barnabin home? Can they come <laughs> right. out? Right? Can they come out and play? <laughs> um, he says, uh, "They're they're um, insurance people." Oh yes, yes, yes. Please wait. And he closes the door. And he goes back to where Morgan and Barnuman are, and he says, "Do you have colleague? And uh, was he supposed to meet you here?" I look at uh, Barnuman and I go, "We're the we're only two we're a two man job here." No, I don't say any of that. <laughs> 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 I, I yeah, I'm like, "Oh right, I told there is a third there's a third member of our our." troop uh he's really the one who does the valuables insurance and right natural disasters livestock right yes all the all the stuff we don't like and uh (laughs) we had sent him to talk to the other end of town first and he must have finished up early so we told him we would be here uh, if he couldn't find us at the end so yes uh absolutely his name is uh gugasi and uh he's an orc fellow about yay i I like describing him exactly uh, as he is and if it's anyone else, I mean, kill on sight. <laughs> <laughs> he automatically likes you more now. 
okay, he says okay, um, and he leaves the room where you are, and he goes back to the front door, and uh, he opens the door, and and he's he looks at you, Gagasi, and he says, uh, "Yes, your colleagues are in the office. I will show you the way. Please follow me." And he Thank sort you. of moves to the side and and points in a direction and lets you in the house. Closes All the right. door, and then he walks you to the office where Morgan and Barnuman are already hanging out with Lady Clearwater. Very good. Ah, uh, sorry for my delay. I was uh, busy across town. No worries. Uh, uh, so I sorry, but I oh, did. So good to see you. Would you like some tea? Would you care <laughs> to have a seat? Uh, certainly. I, I'm quite the fan. Here, let me take your coat. Looking at Lady Clearwater very <laughs> purposefully. She has no idea why you're doing that, because she wasn't there for any of those previous conversations. And she Would thinks it's weird. It's just cordial? <laughs> just standard polite society? That's, you know. I just talk over this. I, like, refocus <laughs> Lady Clearwater on my interview questions. And so what I was going to say is, do you, like, I'm fine if we want to role play every uh, person. I am also fine if you want to say, like, we can do roles for each person and, like, say, yeah, so like, we interviewed them, quote unquote, like, and we just kind of fast forward through that. It's a, like, I just want to For a time, out. for a time saver, I, I was thinking you guys could do insight checks for each person. Or something like sure. some kind of role like that, and uh, we could speed this along a little bit. Okay, is it possible that I can roll just like either a performance or persuasion to just like I'm I'm doing the talking and buttering them up and trying to get the information, and then like that's what my allies are here for is to gain insight on their answers. Yeah, I think that that will work fine. Okay, they are both fifteen for me, so I'm gonna. It doesn't really matter which one, but <laughs> I rolled a natural one. That's excellent. So um, I need to check. Uh, you if get my... inspiration. <laughs> yes, I do. I'm going to mark that. Um, but what I was going to say is I might have something that like lets me turn those kinds of things into like a, like if I fail a roll. Minimum of 10. Yeah, something, something. like that. Um, so Did they change the rules on skill checks to make them... A one is always a failure with skill checks as well, or are they still going by the older rules? Where... It's now back to the old rules in this UA, so... Okay, so a one doesn't necessarily mean failure. Yeah. Right. That doesn't do anything for me. I mean, I can cast updated guidance on you as a reaction. You mean the nerfed guidance? Yes, po I do the poo -poo mean garbage the guidance. guidance. I mean the poo-poo garbage guidance. Right. Which I believe is still just a 1d4. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything about I can turn anything below a 10 into something else. So, but I guess what I can do is I have an ability called Peerless Skill. When you make an ability check and fail, you can expend one use of Bardic Inspiration, roll the Bardic Inspiration die, and add the number rolled to the ability check, potentially turning it into a success. If the check still fails, the Bardic Inspiration isn't expended so i rolled total with a one and a 15 that's 16 if that's a fail i'll use my that ability uh to roll a bardic inspiration die um, i am going to um roll against it okay for sure. you know I, I can't really 
there's no DC set for that for me. It would be more of a right okay. contested roll. Uh, no, that's a success because okay. I rolled an eight versus your. Okay, cool. Then I will cool. will not expend uh, that ability. So, yeah, I chat her up, ask the questions, and then presumably my friends are doing their insights. Yeah, can you? Yeah, I got a seventeen on my insight check. Okay. Well, the seventeen, you know that she is a, a loyal and faithful wife, and it, this would be a futile exercise to try to get her to be your inside person. I cross off a big, like, bold seduction with the question mark. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, and then she leaves, let's say, and um, the daughter comes in. All right. We're just doing the same thing. Same thing. Uh, that's much better. That's a 28 for buttering her up or getting her to s- and a share information. And a 25 on my insight check. Yeah, um, so with a 28, you can pull information from her. What would you like to know? And then with a 25, you can glean whether it is true or not true for sure. How many uh, pieces of information can I get? Like, is this, so I'm assuming this is like a question I can get an answer to kind of thing. Yeah, let's say because you rolled a 28, that's five successes. So you can have five pieces of information. Okay, so the first thing I want to know is, and again, I feel like I'm doing this very smoothly and casually, but like, does your father have any enemies or is anyone unhappy uh, with him? And this could be any level of unhappiness, uh, (laughs) even in this house, wink, wink, you know, like, that's what I'm trying to get. Who would be my best? She tells you that she doesn't know of any enemies, but she is not like involved heavily in his day-to-day duties okay uh but as far as she knows he doesn't have any like enemies who want to hurt him you know and she assumes these questions are because the life insurance uh, policy would need to know his risk level absolutely Um, that is the guys that we're going okay uh Uh, she says not that she's aware of no okay and Um, you you're with your 25 insight you know that she's actually telling the truth that she she doesn't know of any enemies okay then next is like i want to ask about home security like Mm -hmm. is there any home security measures in place and what kind of things um to so that we can assess how safe he is yeah you can you can tell immediately she's just answering off the top of her head so it's not like she's you know eyes down into the or you know all those kind of things where she's trying to think of a lie or something and she says that we've never had an issue with security here. The automatons take care of anything. They are always on guard and they are always uh, at the ready. Okay. And then the follow-up to that question, since I've got five, is like basically a, a uh, fast and loose. How do the automatons work? Like this one's been sitting in this room. Is it can Are they all connected to someone who can see through all of them all the time? Or do they have to be told to do something? She says that she's really not, you know, she's not an artificer. She's not right. really like super up on how the the whole thing works. She just knows that if her dad or Sir Gregory gives a command, they just follow it without thinking. And she also knows that they have like a a pre-planned programming, if you will, of if someone tries to hurt someone in the house or if someone tries to remove 
something from the house without asking that they will like snap to and and do you know defend okay. defend the property okay while she's answering that last question i'm giving like my message fingers as i'm like <laughs> pretending to take a sip of uh tea like anyone got any i got two questions left does anyone want anything asked no uh how how old does this person seem to be how she... old are you, dear? No, I'm just <laughs> right, 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 right. She she looks like she's like you know late teens, early twenties. I mean, she's not. She also looks like the type of person I'll just tell you outright that doesn't care how it works. She sure. just knows that it works. Like she's like mm-hmm. whatever. My dad said it works, and it works. So, what do you do in your free time? What's your? It's like you know. How do you unwind? I'm I'm very much into painting. And I love to paint landscapes and, and I love to look at art. And, you know, my father has purchased all of this great art so that I may do so. And, and it's a great it's a great inspiration to me. And so I'm trying to follow in the footsteps of the whatever their version in this time would have been of the Renaissance painter. You know what I mean? Like a, sure, sure. a movement in, a, in an art of their time. And that's her that that's her jam. Fascinating. And the landscapes is your preferred uh style it is i love flowers and and mountains and trees and it's it's uh it's definitely my preferred style one and the views here are fantastic i'm sure you're getting lots of inspiration amazing views yes my right my father had this house uh constructed by an architect uh sir frank lord wright (laughs) and uh (laughs) all of the stained glass you see is uh sir charles rennie mcintosh and uh it's it's very it's it's set up to have amazing views in, in every direction. I mean, Frank Lloyd Wright was never wrong, as they say. As they say. it Just impeccable taste. Mm. Absolutely no no critiques here. I mean, other than the tea service, obviously. <laughs> but style-wise, <laughs> full points. You do not... I'm crossing off decorator from my list of potential <laughs> job openings you need. <laughs> I do want to ask her one more thing, if there's still yeah. a question slot sure. available, uh, and say, now, I need you to be very honest with me, because I remember being your age, and, you know, kids your age, they sneak out of the house, they do things. Is there, we for security purposes only, you don't have to tell me where it is per se, uh, but, like, is there some, like, is there a hole in the security that we should know about when assessing how much coverage to provide your family? She says, um, not that she's aware of. She comes and goes as she pleases, and um, <laughs> she doesn't need to sneak out. <laughs> yeah, she's. I mean, she's never really tried because she's kind of. She just can do whatever she wants, I guess. Sure. Um, and so she says, "I know that late at night, the automatons that guard the place they they absolutely make sure that the bridge and the the front entrance is secured." Um, so that's definitely um, not something that could be broken into. But other than that, I'm not really sure. I, I'm usually home by, you know, time to go to sleep. So sure. um, this is not something I've tested. And you know from your Inside 25 that she's she's telling the truth. I mean, she, she doesn't seem like she has any reason to sneak out. She's kind of... Sure. You know. And do you know if these automatons... Um rely on a conventional site or do they have could they detect if someone were invisible sneaking through this house i don't know 
We're scary as far as curl to death. Yeah, she's kind of like <laughs> she's kind of getting spooked. Like, oh, now she's worried about her security. No, she she but says I mean that we're life insurance salesmen. That's, that's, that's yeah. job, right? <laughs> that's she says um, they've never had a successful break-in. They've had attempts, and all of them have been thwarted, as far as she knows, unless her dad is. You know, she says, unless my father is keeping something from me, but I don't believe so. But, um... Well, every minute, there are 3,000 break-ins <laughs> in Baldur's Gate alone. Right. Baldur's Gate, I've heard, is a bit of a rough place. It is. It's probably an outsized sample. Uh, but, you know, the the point still stands. Crazy things could happen. Oh, yes. I, I, that's why I think my father thinks this is a good idea. Uh, to have this life insurance but uh i mean that i think that's all the information you're probably going to get from her yeah that makes sense uh and so the brother comes in next the nobleman's or the lord of the manor's uh brother comes in okay but uh not a one but still not great um i'm gonna it's uh 18 altogether okay this guy has a chance to beat that so i'm gonna roll against it <laughs> so uh so he he is not likely to give you much information. He rolled a 23. Okay, um, so on a failed, then I'm going to use my Bardic Inspiration. Because okay. it's like, it requires me to know that it failed. <laughs> I feel guilty. Sure. Like I, I, should fe- I feel like I should call it ahead of time, but these are the rules as they run. Nah, we follow the rules. They're fine. Uh, that is a 10 added to that, so 28 altogether. Okay, so with a 28, you get... We'll say two pieces of information. Sure. That you were able to get from the context. And the 27. That 20 yeah, on that insight. That means you know for sure if he's telling you the truth or he's BSing you. Okay. But, 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 I, I, it's like I want to cover new ground, but I also feel like asking everyone the same questions would help me figure out. So I guess. What was the, the daughter's name? Miss Clearwater. Yeah. <laughs> Leah. Leah. Leah Clearwater. Leah. Okay. We 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 might have frightened uh, Miss Leah with some of our line of questioning, but I trust that you are made of sterner stuff. But in order to assess the the risk to the home, we we had some questions about the security system that uh, I think made her possibly more concerned than she needed to be. So if we could just ask you those questions, uh, I'm I'm sure you would be able to handle it with more gusto. Such as the, you know, magic being what it is, you can never be sure that the someone isn't invisible traipsing through your home. Uh, 30, 30 invisible murders every hour in Waterdeep alone. I love the stats that you have. And I imagine you reading it from like a a, a book or a, a, a little pamphlet that we carry yeah. with us. Um, that we definitely made in the moment. Because oh, we yes. oh, yeah. It's minor illusion. Yeah. It's not real. Um, so, uh, would you, are these, are these automatons able to detect invisible creatures or would we have to add, uh, invisible accident or invisible sabotage insurance to the plan? Well, I'm not sure which, uh, plans the Lord would like, but I do know that these automatons can not only see, but hear and feel the presence of something, uh, within about, let's say 30 feet. Um, And uh, for insurance purposes, I think that should probably be um, a bonus to us. 
standard model automatons. I take a note. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they, they would probably quali- qualify you for a rate discount. Um, Wonderful. Now, you know, and how many vegetables per week would you say that you eat? Seven. Seven total or seven servings? Seven servings. Okay. I'm so glad we get two questions. Weston asks one serious question, and then he follows it up always with some nonsense. That was the hardest one I had coming on answer for, too. It was like, wait, what? And I was like, oh, fuck it. Seven. Well, your health, of course, is a huge factor in life insurance. We have to know relatively. Oh, understandable. Like, understandable. Uh, right. And um, do you exercise per day? Would you say more or less than 20 minutes? I would say it differs every day, but when I do exercise, it's for more than 20 minutes. Intermittent, potentially non-recurring. Okay, good to know. <laughs> All right, and so then like after... the speed-up version of this for time. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, after... hey, you know, I can't help it. I'm immersed I'm not, in the I'm, fantasy world. I'm not mad about it. I just think it's <laughs> funny that we were like, for time, we'll do the fast version of this. And the right. fast version is still us role-playing every single Every single one? one? Yeah. Question. Um, all right, so then they, they call in the cook. Okay, yeah, same thing. Yeah, she says, my name is Mary Larson. Oh, there we go. That's difficult math. Uh, 32? 32. Oh, good lord, she can't even get close to that. Um, you can have another five pieces of information. Okay. And 20, yeah, 23. on my insight. Yeah, that's, that's, what was, uh, Gugasi's insight there? 25. 25, yes. We're, we're pretty well stacked. All right, so, ask away. Yeah, uh, are you happy working here? I love it. And, um, you guys can tell that she says she loves it, and, and she loves the people she works for, but she really doesn't like her job. She thinks it's pretty, like, you know, it's menial labor, so. Okay, but she does like like the people, like... uh, Yeah, I mean, she doesn't come out and say that. Sure. But, I mean, you can tell that she likes the people, but not so much the job. Okay, but, yeah. What's your favorite thing to cook? Leg of lamb. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) In addition to that, what's the family's favorite thing to eat or drink? It better be leg of lamb. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) Do you use, like, a a mustard glaze, uh... Or are you going for something more just like, you know... Mostly, uh, we like cranberry glaze. It's a twist on a classic. I love it. Okay. I'll message you. Cranberry is very bitter, very easy to hide. I just... uh, Yes, thank you. I'm writing it down as we speak. Like, hide the poison in the cranberry glaze. Um, Mm -hmm. And by poison, of course, I just mean the knockout. <laughs> drug, not the knockout right. arsenic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not gonna murder them. <laughs> the knockout rat poison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I've never seen anyone get up and drug him into. It definitely works. <laughs> They're out till the job's done for sure. That's right. And an undetermined uh, amount of time after that, we might right. be part of the water or uh, Baldur's Gate steps that <laughs> unintentionally. <laughs> Yeah, you're part of those 30 murders per day or whatever it is. Right. Um, I just want to ask her, I mean, just kind of the same questions. Any holes, any obvious, like, gaps in the security that you can think of that you feel like should be addressed? I know that when I come in for unplanned events, that it's very easy to come in through the back door. And I do so because uh, when I come in for unplanned events, they usually want to search everything I bring in. And it takes so much time. So I come in through the back door and I pretend I was here the whole time. Perfect. So that might interest your insurance. 
Ah, yes. Uh, yes. Backdoor lock. Also, now, do, you, do you live here? I was here, just going to say, are you off-site or are you uh, living here in the home? Most days I'm here, but I do um, occasionally stay with my mother in town. Oh, maybe she'd like life insurance. Can I get her address so I could go talk to her about it? Yes, it's one village you. street, <laughs> our village, one, 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 one. <laughs> Yep, got right, it. Right. Uh, <clears throat> Perfect. Uh, and now you know, this we've... became uh, Little Red Riding Hood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've been here for quite a while, and I've gotten a little package. Pa- peckish. You Mary... have a little package? No, <laughs> I'm a bit peckish. That's inappropriate. He's always going on about his package. <laughs> if it's not tea time, it's package talk. The whole. <laughs> she just thinks you guys have been working together too long, and you're getting sick of each other on the road. Really makes you miss the tea talk. Though, <laughs> I kind of do. Mary, do you, do you have a little lamb? <laughs> oh man, um, that you could serve. I- I buy them at the market. I meant uh, some that was available now. No, I don't have anything prepared. Uh, would you? Would is there something else that might be available now? <laughs> Wink. Uh, biscuits. <laughs> yeah, you, do they come buttered, or do you need me to butter those biscuits? <laughs> we are way off track. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, so that... she lives with her mother. That means there's no like Mr. or Mrs. Mary Larson, you know what I mean? No, that's very true. Um, so I think that's pretty much all you're going to get from her yeah, as far yeah. as you, I mean, that's the time. Concerned. I think so, yeah. Well, you guys had roles that were just ridiculous. 30 No, I'm just saying and... this person at least knew something that like is a potential lead as opposed to just mm-hmm. like, no, it's impenetrable. Like, you know, like. Yeah, she. I mean, she probably would have told you the same thing too about like the front entrance. It's just a no go for people trying right. to break in because. But the back door, she comes in and she right. makes leg of lamb with cranberry glaze. Yep. And I didn't mention this, but one of my feats that I took is actor. And so I can perfectly mimic someone I've been talking to for, oh, I don't know, five to ten minutes. Uh, right, right, right. And so Mary might come back and make them a little uh, sleepy lamb tomorrow. <laughs> sleepy time. Uh, okay. Um, and the only remaining person is Sir Gregory, uh-huh. the uh, guard captain. And he is in the room if you'd like to talk to him as well. Yeah. Uh, just want to roll. Yeah. Them. How do you like your biscuits buttered? Roll the same thing. Natural. Standard question we're asking everyone. Natural 20 on this one. So Okay. Uh-huh. Um, he is a much more stern and, of course, security-driven member of the household. Sure. And he, uh, he will do his best to answer your questions, but he's going to try to... St- I'm sorry. He's going to try to stay in security mind. You know, because that's that's his job. He won't get. He'll try not to give away too much. Sure. He'll try to answer your questions as best he can for the insurance, you know, policy. Right. I mean, so yeah, I'm gonna go back to my tactic of, you know, you don't have to give me specifics, but is there any hole or area that you think is lacking in the security of this house? You know, I've been telling the Lord of the Manor that. That back door really needs more security. I'm pretty sure that uh, 
you know, Mary's been sneaking in and out of there uh, whenever she wants. And, of course, she would never hurt the family, but who knows who's watching her and who's taking notes. So, you know, that's that's about the only area I can think of. Okay. And then I'm going to kind of change tacks here and say, now, this I can speak to from experience as a god. Uh, everyone knows the number one cause of god death is dragon attacks, followed by loneliness and uh, <laughs> lack, of, <laughs> lack of appreciation for our, for the steadfast work that we do. He how, just says, preach it. How, how is your mental health? It, this is going to be a particular concern for your your policy. We want to make sure you're okay as Gregory, not as Gregory the guard captain. I appreciate that. My mental health is okay. I I don't think we have any dragons nearby. and um, That puts you really at a... even more risk of the loneliness. Right. right. <laughs> it, has, it has attacked many a night in their day, but I, I, I'm not lonely at all. Uh, I'm... Do you ever find it difficult to enjoy tasks or, or hobbies that you typically enjoy? And if no. so, would you say that happens once a week, twice a week, or more than twice a week? <laughs> no, I'm 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 really uh I'm really okay with all of my hobbies. Okay. I'm writing down clinical <laughs> Yeah, basically slash denial. What I <laughs> question What mark. I'm trying to get is like, do I feel like I could could we work him to be our inside man? Or does he seem loyal you, to the family yeah, as much you, as anyone else? Yeah, you think that's that's not a go. Okay. Or it would be extremely difficult to do so. Then honestly, I, I don't want, like, if pe- I, I'll give you guys the message fingers as I sip some tea. Like, if you guys got questions, ask them. But, like, I don't want, and I make it clear in this message, I don't want to give too much away about, like, what we've already discovered. So I don't want to, like, sure. I don't want to... I don't want to do what we did with the girl where we freak him out and he's like, we got to get these things to be able to see invisible creatures or mm-hmm. anything else. Uh, so I'm ready to like pull out of this conversation if, if okay. people are. Yeah, if you guys are. And I was going to ask more specifics about his hobbies <laughs> and his yeah, life goals, but sure. He likes to whittle <laughs> miniature figures and paint them. Fast. And how do you get brushes that small? Uh, I take... I take the hair from wolf carcasses and, and tie, <laughs> tie them together and then put them on a stick. And... That's the, that, this house is unconventional house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Do you find it more agreeable than horse hair? Is, that, is there something specific about It's just about easier hair to get find? very, very minute uh, you know, droplets where I need them to be. I'm just imagining he's like, well, I just kill way more wolves than horses. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just kill wolves on the regular. I've always uh, found badger hair to work best for that. Oh, don't get him started on his paintings. <laughs> <laughs> don't get him started on his badger hairs. Uh, uh, that's that's very uh, unique. Maybe I'll try badger hairs. But anyway, so yeah, that's uh, that's what you get from those guys. All right. And um, what would you like to do from here? Join us next week for part three of our second one D and D playtest. Thanks for listening to the Guild that Keeps On Giving. Please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, or whatever your favorite podcast service. 
Also, don't forget to like and share our Facebook page, The Guild That Keeps On Giving on Facebook, our Instagram at TGTKOG, and our Twitter at T underscore G underscore T underscore K underscore O underscore G. For all of us here at The Guild That Keeps On Giving, thanks for listening and have a great week.